Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Who are China's walking dead? That's the name of a new book by Kay Rubacek, who has also uh, created a movie, uh, Finding Courage Against Communism. We're gonna interview her right now. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a live interview with a new friend of the program, Kay Rubacek, is an author, but also her family has survived and fled communist countries three times. She has personal stories to tell and has written a book about communism and what it's like to live in that kind of a state. Welcome to the program, filmmaker and author Kay Rubacek from uh, is it Middletown, New York? Welcome to the program, how are you? Yes, I'm very well, thank you, and it is Middletown, New York. Fantastic, and I did not realize there's an Orange County, New York. Uh, I thought that was on the, on the left coast, but no, you're, you're right there north of Manhattan. Uh, how, how's the weather up there? Is it getting cold and are the leaves turning? It is, we had a big, uh, a big sort of freeze come in the last couple of days and we've had some wind blowing the leaves off the trees. So the color is largely gone, but it's, gee, it's beautiful in the fall, it really is. Yes, absolutely, and, and I'm flying to my family uh, in New York for Thanksgiving, so I'll be uh, not too far from there. But I wanna welcome you to the program, and I'm fascinated to hear your story. You've written an important book here, Who Are China's Walking Dead? Uh, why that title? Did you, did you live in China? I didn't live in China myself, but I, I was arrested in China for being a human rights activist. And I was arrested for holding the word compassion in a public place on Tiananmen Square in China. And now that was in 2001. And that set me on a journey to really learn what is communism? How could it be that a country outlaws compassion and arrests people for holding that word publicly? And that led me to writing this book. It, it was a bit of a journey. I've made some films in between, but this book, is based on interviews with former Chinese Communist Party officials. And why it's so important for Americans is that I see China as the best example of the worst that could happen. And we need to learn from it to really recognize the things that are going on around us where we see communism and socialist policies coming into America. We're wondering how could that be or how bad could it get? This is how bad it could. Well, you've also, or your family has fled communism in Russia, which was the former Soviet Union, and also Eastern Europe. Uh, describe that experience. So my great, great grandparents escaped Russia. So they're all, both sides of my family are Russian. And I'm really, really proud of that heritage, but they were people of faith. They, were all, they also owned businesses and they would have been either killed or sent to the gulags if they stayed. And they spent five years walking by foot, being chased by the Soviet armies. And they were very fortunate to escape and find freedom. But they went to China, where my father was born and raised as a, as a young Russian boy. 
living in China for 14 years. And then the Chinese Communist Party came in. And again, they had to escape. They were very lucky uh, to have help from a church in Hong Kong that helped them to escape to Australia. Where I met my husband, whose family also escaped communism in Europe, in the former Eastern European bloc in Czechoslovakia. Again, so lucky to escape. They're, we are so fortunate. But if we don't talk about these stories, we're, we're not going to be able to value what we actually have. I can imagine when you first met your husband, maybe you were dating and you said, oh, we have this in common. My family escaped communism, your family escaped communism, let's get married. So <laughs> that's kind of a, 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 an imaginative. It was kind of like that, it was kind of like that, except he said, oh no, how am I gonna tell my dad that I wanna marry a Russian girl? Oh no. Because they were so against the Russians because they didn't distinguish at the time between Soviet Russian, and that's that's right. really important to distinguish. It's the same way, like in China, the Chinese people are not the Chinese Communist Party, and and in Russia, it's the same thing. The Russian people, not Soviet, and so once his family met me and they realized that I wasn't a, a Soviet communist girl, um, they realized I was a, a you know from, from a, a Russian family of believers. Then um, it was completely different. So, but but it's. It was really, it was funny to see. Thank God, thank God his parents blessed the wedding uh, and now you have a great and successful happy story. Hold up a copy of that book, Who Are China's Walking Dead? That's a provocative title. What do you mean by Walking Dead? Is this a zombie movie? Unfortunately, yes. That's that's just the truth of it. I didn't wanna publish this book because I uh, I didn't like what I was being told. I interviewed many dozens of former Chinese Communist Party officials, some quite high ranking. I've interviewed more than 100 survivors of communism from all different regimes, but a lot from China. And these mostly gentlemen um, told me, one of them told me very early on, he said, we have become walking corpses, soulless bodies. And I had translation coming through in my ear from a simultaneous translator. And I had to stop the interview and say, what, what, what is he talking about? I don't like what I'm hearing. And I wanna make sure I got it right. And she said, yeah, soulless bodies, walking flesh. I said, could I use the term walking dead? She said, yeah, that's fair, that's accurate. I said, okay, well, that's what we can understand here in America. But as a journalist, I, I, I didn't like what I was hearing, but I had to ask more. So then I interviewed a former army colonel, a former propaganda official, a former judge, uh, a, a man who ran not just one slave labor prison camp, but multiple slave labor prison camps in China. And I asked them, have you heard of this term, walking dead? Oh yeah, of course we have. They have known since the inception of communism, as soon as the communist party took over the nation of China, many academics looked at this and looked at this atheistic regime built uh, on lies and said, this is going to kill our nation. We will become the walking dead. And they said that more than 50 years ago. And now this is what they say they have become. These are not my words. And that's why I called it Who Are China's Walking Dead? Because I had to go on a journey myself of discovery to understand what they were telling me because I didn't like what I was hearing, but I knew um, that I could get to the bottom of it, and I did. And so I presented the truth in here through stories. And so it's, it's really quite an easy read, though it is challenging truth. 
So we need to take a short break, but I, I, I just wanna get the feel of that, right? The, the communist officials themselves, the people in government power in China and maybe other communist countries too, like in Eastern Europe or in Russia, when they set up these prison camps, these gulags, and they punish people of faith or people of love and people of compassion, the government must become soulless. They must lose their conscience and do everything for the state because if they don't, then they themselves would be thrown in the gulag. So let's think about that and come back with Kay Rubacek right after this. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today, I wanna invite you to sign a critical petition to defend innocent babies and to end abortion in America. On this show, we like to pray and petition God but we also need you to take action today by petitioning Congress to stop the taxpayer-funded child killing, especially by defunding Planned Parenthood, America's number one abortion provider. Why are your taxes paying to murder innocent children in the womb? Well, if Congress would simply define personhood as life beginning at conception, we can reverse Roe versus Wade. Please join me today by signing this important petition to Congress. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign your petition today. Sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. We have a brand new action alert for the activist members of our TV audience. And we want you to take action today to stop the religious purge of Christians from the military. You mean they're kicking out Christians? Yes, by the thousands right now because religious exemption waivers are being denied by especially the Air Force. And we've seen recent headlines how Air Force Academy cadets are being kicked out and forced to repay hundreds of thousands of dollars in back scholarship money. This is just wrong. We are standing for the religious freedom of the cadets. We're asking you to call the Secretary of Defense office. He is Lloyd Austin, and he wrote the policy saying that religious exemptions will be granted on a case-by-case -case basis, then why are almost zero exemption waivers being granted? We need you to take action today by calling the Secretary of Defense office, and we have his phone number. Get your pen ready to write down this phone number. We want you to call and say, please, protect religious freedom, don't purge the Christians out of the military, here's that phone number. We want you to dial 703-692-7100. Again, that's 703-692-7100. Call the Secretary of Defense office and then call us for a free religious freedom sticker at 866-Obey-God, press option three, take action today. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Kay Rubacek, who has written, Who Are China's Walking Dead? That's a term they use to describe themselves. The Communist Party officials, when she was interviewing them as a journalist, they described themselves as soulless flesh. They're walking around with no soul, no love, no compassion. They put people of freedom into jail. And uh, Kay, we've heard so many stories about uh, the Uyghurs and their persecution about uh, organ harvesting camps, about child labor camps. This is all for the good of the state and the good of the economy, uh, but they are persecuting human rights on a record scale. 
they are. When you really look at how this socialist ideology works, and I use communism and socialism and Marxism kind of interchangeably because really they're all based on the same root of, it, it is an evil ideology, it is, it is atheistic, and it requires you to lie. It requires you to do things that just really as, as basic human beings, um, even, even of course against the Ten Commandments and, and things like that, but really just as basic human beings, you have to harm others. And that's why human rights uh, of China, the Chinese Communist Party does not respect human rights at all. And that's where we really need to see, a, that's a massive red flag. The way they treat their people is not how we treat each other or want to treat each other as, you know, all men are cre created equal under God. There, it's really, there's an elite group that controls another elite group of officials and, and people struggle and fight and backstab each other to get up into that rank. And those are the ones that I interviewed. And they are the arms, the feet, the, the eyes and of all the limbs of the, of the party, of this ideology, and they must carry out whatever the party tells them. They put the party above everything, above family, above God, above the state. And that's really, it, it becomes like this cult-like entity, really, because that's what makes the decisions. And they, they know they must follow it, even if it means they have to lie or they have to be the scapegoat and take the fall for somebody else. And essentially, these communist leaders, um, you know, they want to play God. They want to remake humankind in their own ways. And, and they're playing with the people of China. And they do not consider the people to have any human rights. When when you're in an atheist regime and, and the individual is not allowed to worship God or maybe denies the existence of God, something else must become the authority over them. And you're saying it's not even the government, it is the party. And like the political party, you know, the communist party is even higher than the government there. And, and now they must be obeyed and of course, uh, the, the premier there is, is in charge of the party uh, and, and they, it becomes an, a totalitarian dictatorship when one person or one party or an oligarchy controls your religion. And if, if you're a Christian in China, you have no hope. If you're a Muslim Uyghur in Western China, you are re-educated. They literally are, are kidnapping families and putting them in re-education camps to teach them how communism is good and Islam is bad. Uh, this is now progressing when you add technology on top of that, they're able to spy on every citizen from every street corner. And if you're walking with a certain gate, they can track your movements and they know your identity, they know your name, they know your ideology from all of your internet research, when the government controls your Google searches, suddenly the government is empowered to re-educate you if you're thinking the wrong, the wrong way. Uh, am I wrong on this? You're very right. I have a few chapters in my book on that as well, because interviewing, I interviewed a, a former national security agent, uh, secret security agent, police officer in China, and he was spying on Americans, Australians, and, uh, and people of other countries since 2006 uh, in China. And that's what he was doing. Um, and so they've been doing this not only to their own people uh, in the nation, but they also have been intentionally uh, keeping track of people in other countries, including right here. And so 
the the situation in China is if we just if we just try and forget about it, um, it it's really dangerous because we are actually funding that regime by getting so much of our products being made in China, sending our manufacturing to China, um, providing aid and other forms that that we are financially as taxpayers paying for, and and, and business owners are, are paying for, and yet the people in China are not treated with any form of human respect that we would expect as basic dignity of, of a human being. And that the, the Chinese Communist Party is using that to, to attack us here. They're trying to undermine our faith, our families. They're sending drugs through the border and uh, in, intentionally deadly fentanyl that's killing what, more than 200 people a day in the US, really. Yeah. And, and, it's just, and that ideology is also coming through surveillance even here, even in New York City, there is a Chinese Communist Party police station in New York City. Um, there's more than 40 across across the world. It was recently reported um, uh, just a few months ago that the Chinese Communist Party has these uh, police stations set up to monitor uh, citizens in that region. And in my book, I talk about how I interviewed a, um, this national security agent, and he's been doing this for uh, more than a decade. In He was doing that for more, more than a decade ago in China. We need to take another break, but when we come back, this book has been turned into a movie, findingcouragemovie.com. You can find the preview. We're gonna show that trailer right after this. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my original My Slippers are back in stock. You've made them a huge success, and now I've added smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new colors. And with your promo code, you still save $90 a pair. Not only that, I'm having the biggest closeout sale ever on our sandals and slides for as low as $19.98. What makes my slippers different is my exclusive four layer design that you're not gonna find in any other slippers. My slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help reduce stress on your feet. Wear them anytime, anywhere. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code to save $90 on my original my slippers or for as low as $19.98, you can get our sandals or slides. Quantities won't last long, and with my 60-day money-back guarantee, you can rest assured they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Kay Rubacek from upstate New York. 
she is the author of an important book, Who Are China's Walking Dead? It's a journalistic expose on the Chinese Communist Party and the government officials in China who are exporting communism to America and to South America and around the world. They have 40 police stations, including one in New York City. They're monitoring Chinese immigrants who live in New York and making sure that they don't stray too far from the Communist Party. Kay, how did this book become a movie and, and set up this trailer for us, Finding Courage? Well, it actually was the movie became a book because I was making this movie, which was about a family living in America, a Chinese American family, but they had been split apart by the regime and they were trying to seek justice for the murder of their sister who was killed in a forced uh, slave labor camp in China. And this story that they told me was just, um, I mean, it was one of wonderful family story, faith over fear, so much courage and, and dignity over overcoming such challenges. But I, I just said, you know, how do I believe? You need to prove all this to me. And they did. They got me undercover footage. We, we got inside a Chinese slave labor prison camp. Uh, we've got such exclusive footage that hasn't been seen before in this movie. And then I said, it's still not enough for me because the family couldn't answer the questions. Is how can the regime be so cruel? How can they torture and persecute people in such brutal ways, which I had all the proof of uh, the, the torture and the brutality, but I didn't understand how could people be part of hurting others in such brutal ways? And that's when I said, okay, I need to interview these guys. I need to interview former Chinese Communist Party officials, um, a, a, a judge, a former security agent, uh, a man who ran multiple slave labor prison camps. And I got them, I got many of them to go on camera. Some refused to go on camera, obviously for sensitive reasons. And, um, and that's when I, I, there's a few minutes of them in the movie. And so many people said to me, I wanna know about those guys. Tell me more about their story. And I said, no, you don't. And I don't wanna tell you because what they know is really inside information. And eventually when I saw what was happening here in the US, I said, it's time now. I have dozens and dozens of hours of footage of and, um, and recordings with these people. I need to make it public so that the American public knows what would come here if we allow uh, a socialist, communistic, Marxist, ideology to, to take over this country. Okay, let's go ahead and roll that movie clip, findingcouragemovie.com to get the whole thing. There's an old Chinese saying my ancestors learned before the Communist Party took over our country. The family is the essential unit of human society and that you must have honor and defend your family. But it's not always easy to do. When the regime gives the order, you have to kill. My heart was pounding. I felt my body bouncing and twisting on the floor. They put numbers on our shoulders, then separated us into rows of even and odd numbers. I was number nine. My brother, he's still in prison. And my sister, she was sent to a labor camp without a trial. But there's one piece of evidence they haven't been able to destroy yet.
I left everything behind. If I can't expose what they did to us, then all of our suffering would be nothing. So there you saw a taste of the movie. Uh, is this a documentary and how, what's the length and how can people watch it today? Yes, it is a documentary, but it's it's a movie that's going to make you laugh. There, there is a bit of laughter. It'll probably make you cry and gasp. I've been sitting in audiences in film festivals all across the nation. It's been, we've been so honored and blessed to receive so many awards for this movie. And uh, when you're in the cinema and you hear people just laugh, cry and gasp at the same time. It's a really special experience when you when you can share those stories. So it is a documentary, but it, it really is a, a family story. It's got characters, it's got ups and downs, and and I, I guarantee there's a lot of hope. You can watch it online if you go to finding movie, finding courage movie.com. It's on a lot of uh, popular streaming platforms and they're all linked from that website. Fantastic, many streaming platforms to see the movie now, findingcouragemovie.com. It might be worth a pay-per-view. I, I don't know what the cost is, but it's probably worth a few dollars to just see the words in their own language. Um, and I assume it's with, you know, with, with English translation so we can understand it, but here are Chinese communist officials admitting their own dark secrets. Uh, you have families who have been persecuted trying to get justice for their murdered sister uh, in America. And, and Kay has been a journalist and professionally uh, represented that. We have just a minute left, but uh, how can we pray for you? What should our audience know and, and what would you like to say? Thank you. I ask everyone, please, you know, pray for courage for, for everyone here in America. We are facing difficult times right now, and I think we really need to uh, learn from history because history has been uh, largely devalued by socialist agendas. And when we need to be able to look to history and look to learn from other countries and cultures what they've experienced and realize what we need to uh, really hold on to our faith and, and strengthen our faith in our families here. And, uh, and learn from these stories. So please go to my website, kayrubacek.com, and you can find all of my works there, um, my books and, and my movies. Okay, let's take a moment and pray for her. Uh, Father in heaven, we pray your blessing on kayrubacek.com uh, is her website. And Father, we pray you anoint this movie, findingcouragemovie.com, that everybody can be inspired to stand with the persecuted people who are basically enslaved by the communist government and the party. Lord, give us freedom that that will never come to America and help us to push back in Jesus' name, amen. We're out of time, but our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. If you need prayer, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Do you need a physical or spiritual healing? Are you being tested or tried? When Jesus needed to pray, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you need to really connect with God? If you're visiting Colorado Springs, come see the Gateway Prayer Garden just south of the city along Interstate 25. Walk our prayer trails among the trees by the beautiful Fountain Creek. Stand at the foot of our large cross and connect with Jesus. Enter our life-size replica of the empty tomb and spend time reading key Bible verses etched in stone along our ground cross as big as a football field. Join our worship gatherings and plan to attend our annual Easter sunrise worship service. 
We're located off I-25, exit 132A at 8035 Bandley Road, just north of the KOA campground. Experience Jesus at gatewayprayergarden.org. That's gatewayprayergarden.org. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.